Welcome to Life Unedited. This is your lifestyle guide to living a life that aligns solely with you. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney, a coach and inspirational speaker who is all about authenticity, friendly sass, and helping you unlock your best self. What's up, my friends? How are we doing? Whew. Guys, things have been heavy. And not bad heavy, just heavy. <laughs> like, I don't have any other way to describe it. I told you guys a couple weeks ago that Jill and I did the solstice. And then the following week, I told you about the very intense healing that I went through with the sound bath and the vibrational healing and the effects it had on me the next day. And that, so that was two weeks ago now, right? I think so. Guys, math is not my thing. Like you don't get into this field because you're good at math, okay? It, so two weeks ago, I think, maybe three, I'm not sure. But anyways, that's not important. What is important is yesterday I had therapy. And it's funny, I have been with the same therapist since 2017. We've been through a lot of shit together, okay? A lot of shit. <laughs> she has seen me at my absolute worst. And there's a beautiful dynamic when you're with a therapist who, where your relationship grows to the point where you genuinely care, right? And I like to think that's where we're at. And for the most part, you guys, I am an extremely driven person. I don't think anyone listening to this would be surprised by that. I am an extremely driven, I'm resilient. I am ADHD is all get out. And I am my worst critic. I am harder on myself than anyone else could ever be on me. All right. So through everything I've been through the past couple of years and through learning more in terms of personal development, mindset, doing more education and studies on how we develop, how we change habits, all, all of the things, right? As a rule, my therapist doesn't usually have to like put me back in my place. As a rule, we've gotten to a point in our relationship where I say whatever it is I'm going to say, and then she kind of pauses or looks at me. And then I continue and really where we've gotten to is where I use her now as my sounding board and I talk, I can actually talk my way through whatever it is I'm working on. 
So it's not often that she really has to call me out on something. But this week she did. This week she called bullshit on me. It hurt you guys. Like I, I was, I was like, oh, really? And in a very loving way, with a very strict undertone, she told me I was full of shit and that I'm ignoring and only seeing the pieces I want to see. And that made me stop. And that made me really examine things a little bit more. It made me pull back a few more layers and go, eh, maybe she's right. Okay, actually, we know she's right. Okay, we know she's right. And why am I telling you this? Well, I have two reasons for telling you this. The first reason is because no matter how good we become at something, no matter how fluid we become in something, such as pushing ourselves, being honest with ourselves, transparency, authenticity, or any sort of skill, I will go back to even when I was full-time as a trainer, right? And I was I was trainer, but I still had my own trainer because I couldn't evaluate myself the way the same way I could evaluate someone else. And no matter how good we get at something, we still slip up. We never become perfect. No matter how good we get at controlling our reactions, there inevitably will be a day and a time when we don't. And if you are a parent, you most likely are well aware of this, right? No matter how good we get at stripping away the excuses and the lies, that we tell ourselves, no matter how good we get at being super vulnerable and raw with ourselves, there will be moments that we, we won't be. And that's what happened to me this week. I crossed the boundary with somebody that's extremely important to me. I crossed the boundary in conversation and I, and we have um, this person who is extremely important to me, we are in a very, do I say complicated relationship? I'm not really sure here, here, let me break it. Let me break it down for you. We are more than nothing, but not something. Yeah. Make sense of that one. Anyways. So there, so that's, so there you have it. Um, but the, That's where that is. We are more than nothing, but we are not yet something. So we're sitting in this murky middle ground. And we have, we are several months into this. Okay. This has been, we have, this has been going on for several months. And every moment that passes, 
we we take another like tiny step forward, right? But like we're not we're not chugging along here. We're just like kind of strolling slowly. Okay. And so here's the deal. We have strict boundaries on what we are what we will discuss together and what is off limits. Now, as time has gone on, our, these boundaries have sort of widened and widened, right? But I knew the conversation was going really good. We were talking about all kinds of things. And I knew when I opened my mouth and the words came out that I was crossing a boundary. But I did it anyways. And I did it because I'm impatient as I'll fuck. Because I'm sick of being patient. Needless to say, crossing that boundary came with repercussions, right? Because there's always a consequence. No matter what we do, no matter how severe that consequence, even if that consequence is good, we always think of consequences as being bad, but consequences can always also be good. Like there's a cause and effect of every single thing we do. So no matter what we do, it propels a result. Okay. And when I cross that boundary, it created a consequence of a conversation that we again had to have. And things got a little bit, um, hmm, testy, heated. I'm not sure. So as I was explaining it to my therapist, because it literally happened, I don't know, hours before therapy. And I said, well, I didn't mean to cross it. And she said to me, bullshit, you didn't. You knew damn well what those boundaries were and you opened your mouth. And I said, yeah, but, and I started making an excuse. And I thought my excuse was really good, you guys. I thought it was like really like good and crafty. And she said, no, Tabitha. <laughs> so, so there you have it. The answer was just no. So no matter, no matter how good you are, we all need someone who's going to call us out on our bullshit. And we need them to call us out in love. Because there's a difference between being called out on your bullshit in love and by being called out in a manipulative um, condescending fashion. Okay. So when we get called out in love, we are being called out by the same people who clap with us when we're winning. They want to see us win and they are calling us out not to hurt us, but to make us better. When we are called out by those who do not want to see us win, those who do not clap for us, those who um, manipulate us and they talk down to us and they, they're in competition with us, when we get called out by those people, we got to learn to shake it off. You got to shake those ones off. You have to know who to take the feedback from 
in who to turn around and give a nice little finger to, okay? It's really important. Nobody has the capacity, nor should anybody be taking in all of the feedback and sponging up all of the feedback and all of the things that are said about us and to us. Mm -mm. But you have to know who to listen to. And all of this brings me around to my actual point that I wanted to talk about today, which, you know, I take the long way to get everywhere. So enjoy the ride. Change, growth, magic happens when we're uncomfortable. One of the hardest lessons to learn in the, in the journey of self-growth is that when you are truly on this path and on this journey, even though there will be many moments where you get to sit back and you get to embrace the reward of your hard work, of your efforts, you will never really be comfortable. Because comfort does not lead anywhere. There is nowhere in the world you can get to and just not have any feelings and emotions on the way there. Comfort means you will, when you live in the state of comfort, you're not pushing yourself. So you can live a fabulous life in the stage of comfort. Like I don't, I don't want to mislead that. You can have a very cushy, beautiful, everything you've ever dreamed of. If you're living in comfort, you are not living up to your full potential and you are not living up to your purpose. And if you are not living up to your full potential and you are not living up to your purpose, then my question to you is, what would life look like if you did? Imagine. Imagine if you lived up to your purpose. Imagine if you pushed yourself beyond what you're comfortable with. Fuck. This is something I've really started embracing. And I've been working on this. I mean, this uncomfortable shit, like guys, I've been working on this for years, years and years and years. But here's the thing. It comes in waves. It comes in phases. So sometimes the discomfort is in your personal life. Sometimes the discomfort is in work. Sometimes the discomfort is in, it's internally in who you are in changing the way you approach things. Sometimes it's in having really hard conversations with strangers on the street. So for years I sat in a, in a, in a space of being God-awful uncomfortable in my personal life. 
And I'm a really slow learner. That was another thing my therapist actually said to me yesterday. Like, how many, how many times do we, how many learning curves do you need on this one? And I said, well, we've been together since 2017. I feel like you know I need a lot of them. But the thing is, is that if you don't learn the lesson the first time, the universe will continue offering you the same lesson in different forms. And each time she brings this lesson to you, it just might get a little bit more intense. It just might get a little bit louder because she's trying to get your attention. Does that make sense? So like, okay, for me, you guys, I married a narcissist, like a a diagnosable narcissist. He took me from being the most outspoken, independent, driven woman who was 28, 29, 30, and he succeeded in bringing her so far into her shell that she no longer made eye contact with people on the outside. Think about that. I went from working in in corporate traveling the world by myself to no longer making eye contact with people at Target. Guys, that's crazy. That's what he did to me. He completely warped me in and he turned me into a people pleaser who became terrified of confrontation, which was not my previous personality. And that started to trickle into all areas of my life. It didn't just stay with him there. What This was not just my relationship with him. He somehow, and, and how I, I'm still not 100% sure of, but he, it literally trickled into all areas of my life. I became a people pleaser who was terrified to let anybody down, terrified to disappoint anybody. I took, I took on the world, right? It was really hard to watch. And do you know that the next, the following several relationships I had that were, were friends, um, the several following friendships who came into my life repeated that same cycle with me? Because I didn't learn it the first time. And it was funny because the last time it happened, it was with, with two friends and who used to be, I used to be associated with business-wise as well. And 
I will never forget the day that I realized I had no boundaries. And that was exactly what happened with him. I had no boundaries. And those, those no boundaries, it like, they like ricocheted into my entire life. There was no boundaries. And I remember all of a sudden when it made sense, like when the light bulbs went off and I was like, oh my God, this is my marriage all over again, except for it's platonic with girlfriends who are also business, business professional acquaintances however you want to say it. We did a lot of work together. We shared space. And it's the same fucking thing. How the fuck did this happen to me again? Because I didn't learn the lesson the first several times. And the universe needed me to get the lesson. And this time when she sent it to me, it wasn't just blowing up my personal life. No, 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 no. It did, but it was not. This time it was also blowing up my business's life. It was literally like somebody took a grenade and set it off inside the business. And it's taken me two years to fully come back from that. Things got nasty. Things got ugly. But guess what? It was the last fucking lesson I needed on boundaries. The last one. And this time, as I'm moving forward in all of my relationships, business, personal, friendships, romantic, I am going into everything with a completely different expectation and tone. This time... I am going in with the expectation and understanding that I am the most important person in my life. That I am the only one who needs to put myself first. And that anything that doesn't feel right Anything that doesn't feel aligned, anything that leaves me feeling like a little eh inside, I don't owe it to anyone to continue. So here's the thing. I spent years in this season of super uncomfortable discomfort Double negative right there, I know. Sorry, guys. Years in this discomfort. Learning boundaries. And now I've learned them. And I won't say that they don't ever pose a, a, where I have to like stop and think or where I have to like really like lean in and say, what am I going to do here? They certainly do, but they don't, they don't pose the problems that, they did in the past. I like, now I have boundaries. Okay. The joke is always, I mean, they're not like written in sand and they're not like my, my boundaries are pretty far out there, but I have them. Previously, I had none, none. And there's two things that happen once you get to this point. One, you have to reintroduce yourself to everybody that ever knew you previously because they knew you when you didn't have boundaries. 
guess what? When you instill boundaries, you become a whole different person. And guess what? The people who used you and manipulate you and don't clap for you when you win, I don't want you to fucking have boundaries because that's going to inconvenience them. That's not your problem. So now that there's boundaries, I have to like literally start all over. Like, hi, my name is Tabitha. When we originally met, I had no boundaries. Now I do. So this is how you're going to treat me now. Okay. The second thing that happens when you now have boundaries or you reach this point where like, I was super uncomfortable. Now I got comfortable. Guess what? The universe is going to find the next thing, the next phase to make life uncomfortable for me. At the current moment, it's business related. It revolves around talking about myself, which I know, I know some of you guys cannot believe that that's hard for me to do because I do it very well. I get that. But it is. It's hard for me to do. It's hard for me to go out and tell people that they should hire me. They should hire me as a coach. They should hire me as a speaker. It is wildly uncomfortable. And guess what? It goes all against that Catholic guilt that I've been dealing with for, you know, years now. It goes all against that Catholic guilt because if you were ever raised Catholic or have any experience in the Catholic world, um, we're supposed to be humble. Humble yourself. Don't, don't praise yourself. Don't say you did good. Only humble, poor people go to heaven. I mean, like that's, everybody knows that, right? So, Now, that's my next step of discomfort. I have to start putting myself out there on a new next level. If I want to change the lives that I want to change, if I want to be the person that I was born to be, I got to get loud. I got to make noise. I got to make waves. And I also have to know that I'm really fucking good at what I do, which I do know I'm really good at what I do. I'm just very uncomfortable saying that to people. Here's the thing, though. Sometimes because we're human, We don't give the universe enough credit. Let's just say I didn't have a problem telling people how good I am and putting it out there, but I never learned the lesson on boundaries. Like, let's just say those those lessons were reversed. Can you imagine what life would turn into? If I'm putting myself out everywhere, But I am not holding strong to my boundaries. My life now looks like I'm working 
many, 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 many extra hours. And many of those hours, I'm probably working for free. I'm probably not collecting on any past debts. I'm probably not charging enough for my services. People are taking advantage of me left and right. And I become angry, bitter, and resentful. All while trying to help people. All while doing what I love. All while trying to fulfill my passion. The universe knows what she's doing. She teaches us lessons in a specific order. And you can't move on until you learn the one you're at. It's kind of like advanced math, which is a terrible example for me to give you because I am the world's worst person in math ever. Like you lose me at double digit addition in my head. So like, but you can't learn calculus if you don't know addition. And sometimes if you do know addition, you still can't learn calculus. Do you understand where I'm going with this? Like you have to learn. You always start with addition. Then you learn subtraction. Then you learn multiplication. Then you learn division. Imagine if you tried to learn division before you learned anything else. It would be a shit show. It wouldn't be possible. This is why the universe has specific lessons and she teaches us them in order. And they are meant to be built upon each other. So here's the other thing, you guys. Pay attention to this. When we fight the universe, when we fight our alignment, when we insist on doing it our own way, and I I mean, I may have done that for several years or most of my life. But when we do that, when we insist on fighting the universe, We may have success, but our success will hit a ceiling. It will never be expansive. It will never be what it could be if we lean in. And the reason we don't lean in, the reason we insist that we can do it ourselves and we can do it better, says the type A over here who is very, very familiar with this scenario. But the reason we do that is because then I'm controlling things and I don't have to get uncomfortable. Why do you think I fought business so hard for so long? Because I didn't want to go out and talk to people. Because by nature, I know, again, you guys aren't going to believe this, but I'm a fucking introvert. I know you don't believe me, but it's the truth. You put me in a room with people I don't know and expect me to walk around and shake hands and you'll just find me like sitting in a corner by myself, very nervously, like sweating and twiddling my thumbs and my legs, my foot bouncing, right? Like that's how you will find me. We have the power and the opportunity to live abundant, expansive lives. 
it's an opportunity that everyone has, but very few people ever take advantage of. The reason very few people take advantage of it is because it's not the easy road. But guess what? Fighting the universe and doing your own thing isn't the fucking easy road either. Here's what I want you to think about today. Get out that journal. I want you to think about Whose feedback are you taking? Whose feedback are you carrying? I want you to remember this. The person who's doing more than you is never going to criticize you. Nope. The only people who are going to criticize you are the people who were never going to clap for you anyways. They're not even doing as much as you. So yeah, they're going to roll their eyes. They're going to tell you, why the fuck are you doing that? Well, you know what? Because they're too fucking lazy or they're too fucking scared or they're they're not going to do it. So they're going to call you crazy. Let them. Let them call you crazy. Do not let them bring you down. Do not let them make you stop. Okay? So whose feedback are you taking? What are their intentions? Is it out of love? Is it out of manipulation? The next thing I want you to think about is where in the level of discomfort are you sitting right now? Is it uber discomfort? Just a little bit of discomfort? Super comfy. Are you sitting in super comfy, but resting because you just got done with a very intense phase of discomfort? I've been there. How uncomfortable are you willing to get? How bad do you want your goals? The next thing I want you to think about is if life, if you think about, okay, I want you to think in terms like this, and this, this may apply, this may apply or not apply to you right now, but either way, no matter what, you can think of it. I want you to take your life as it is right now, and I want you to dream of it bigger. I want you to dream of it more expansive. I want you to dream of it with more potential. Okay? What does it look like? What are you doing? Are you dreaming big enough? 
Your dream should scare the shit out of you. When you first say your dreams, you should have no fucking clue how you're going to get there. Do you guys know that seven years before I opened Vitality Buffalo, seven years before that, I sat on a beach in Hawaii talking about the gym in my mind that I was going to open. At that point, it was just a dream. But you know what it was? How I knew it's what I was supposed to do. How I knew it was it was a nagging feeling that never, ever left. So if you're sitting here and you're like, okay, well, my dreams are this expansive and I just got here. My dream is to travel the world, but I work at a bank and how am I going to do that? You have a nagging feeling inside you. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it's trying to tell you, but it's never left you. It's been there forever and it gnaws at you. That's the universe trying to get your attention. Pay attention. If you want to live a purposeful life, if you want to do what you were born to do, then you need to fucking pay attention to that God-awful nagging sensation that just won't leave. And yes, everybody else out there is going to think you're fucking crazy because guess what? Everyone thought I was fucking crazy. And guess what? Everyone thought Steve Jobs was fucking crazy and Bill Gates and Elon Musk and Oprah Winfrey. People thought they were all crazy. Who's laughing now? Right? You deserve every fucking thing that you want. But just because you deserve it, the universe is not going to just fucking hand it to you. No, 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 no. It's not how it works. You have to fucking go get it. And here's the thing, every single people pleaser who you come across in your life, and this is, if you are a people pleaser, listen up, because this is what I had to learn. And this was a hard lesson in order to stop people pleasing and draw some boundaries. This is what I had to learn. People pleasers are not helping the person who's trying to get somewhere. No. People pleasers are making the person on their on their journey, on their drive, people pleasers are making their their journey harder. Because when a people pleaser just gives you what you want, the universe says, "Well, fuck." She didn't get the lesson because it was handed to her. The universe makes you earn your shit. You can't earn it if someone's handing it to you. That was the lesson. That was my last lesson in boundaries. That was the last thing I learned before I fucking got it. I wasn't helping my renters by shouldering and carrying all of the stress and all of the grief and all of the worry and all of the everything. And I wasn't sharing any of it. And I was just trying to do it all. And I was just trying to fix it all. And 
and I was being sourly taken advantage of. And guess what? Hmm. I wasn't helping them. They weren't earning it. They were never going to get where they're going. It's not my responsibility to make it easier for you. It's not my responsibility to take away the pain. Even if I want to, pain is part of the lesson. The universe wants us to take these lessons and then she wants to watch us transform them into something beautiful. After 10 years in the most explosive, uncommunicative, narcissistic marriage ever, I am now somewhere between nowhere and somewhere with someone who has shown me how much of those lessons I actually walked away with. Because the way we communicate, and it's not because our communication is perfect. It is far from perfect. It's because we work on it. It's because we're both on the same page. It's because I now have the boundaries in place to say, I'm not going to just let sit on this and let this eat at me. And I will never forget the very first time I had to call him. And I don't remember what it was about. I have no idea what was said, but I just remember it was that thing where like he said something and like you're just tossing it around and then you like sleep on it and you get up the next day and you're still like, this doesn't, I'm not sitting on this well. And I, I, for the life of me, cannot remember what it was over. But I remember saying like, we need to talk. (laughs) And I was like, literally like shaking and wanted to puke. As I was like, so here's the deal. Like, I know you said this and I know you said you're sorry, but guess what? Like, I'm I'm not over this yet. Now, guess what? It's been, it's been several months now. Guess what? I have zero. I don't, nothing. I don't get nervous. I don't anything. I literally am just like, eh, yeah, we're not done with that conversation yet. We're coming back to this one. And, and it has gotten to a point where I can literally, in the way I will voice a text, like, hey, you got 10. And he'll know, fuck, we're going back to that. But he will. And we will talk about it. And there has never been a raised voice. And there has never been a a no fingers pointing. There's no name calling. There's no nothing. It's two adults who are taking accountability and responsibility for the things and the actions that they've done and said. And the way that they have made the other person feel and validating the other person's feelings does not mean you always like it. Oh, no, no, no. Because see, part of the boundaries that we have that were like that I crossed the other day. And as I, I genuinely sat there and I apologized and I said, I understand your boundaries and I respect them. And he looked at me and he said, but you don't like them. No, I fucking hate them. But I respect them. These are the lessons the universe teaches us. And what I know from this experience is it made all of the bullshit worth it. Because without that bullshit, I wouldn't be at this point of self-growth. 
And as I sat there last night, after being called out by my therapist and needing to call and apologize to him, I was also really proud of myself. Because I've come a really long fucking way. But I didn't do it on my own. We can all get so far on on our own. None of us will reach our potential without having somebody who's already been there and done that ahead of us in our corner. That's why coaches exist. That's why executive boards exist. That's why mentors exist. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, find someone who's already done it. Find someone who's walked through the shit and is just a little bit ahead of you. Ask if they'll hold your hand. And as you go through life, remember that in certain phases, the hand you're holding is going to change. On that note, you guys, go out and have a fabulous day. Mwah!